0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Well, here we are, my friend, Bo Rood in what is pretty impressive setup we got going here. It is uh, for for the people that are just listening to this on the audio podcast. This might not play well, but we are launching a little video along with things here. And we have spent way too much time decking out the pod studio and turning it into a, a basically a, a, like a television studio here. Look at this. These walls were blank. Yes. Two days ago. Well, and- no, they weren't completely blank. They had just like photos of me playing basketball. Yeah, it was like it a was shrine a, to me. It was, it was a was regular ridiculous.
1: room two yes. days
0: ago, and now it's a pod studio. Look at this. I mean, you look at at the the background stuff for both of us. I mean, you got your Costner, Bull Durham game right. I got Jay Z, Reasonable Doubt. So I got Kobe Bryant, <laughs> Tiger Woods, LeBron James. You got Hall and Oates, Van Morrison. Eric Clapton does
1: there's a contrasting this tells the story of two people it does you're half my half and that's what's so fun about it who are you
0: that that's a good way to figure out who you really are as a person if you had to set up a podcast studio what would you have in it that's actually like the best first date icebreaker like, if you want to get to yes. know someone be like, OK, so hypothetically speaking, if we were to go on a date, what would you put you in got your one, podcast? Got one
1: wall. Who are you? Who yeah.
0: are you? Right. <laughs> I would say this is a pretty I've known you your entire yeah. life. What I'm looking at is a pretty good representation of who you are. Is this a pretty good representation and of who I am? It's not far off. It's right. not far yeah. off. We were talking beforehand, though, Costner. So it goes: Paul Newman, Kevin Costner, Tom Cruise. No, I don't think Cruise makes top
1: five. How dare you? But Cruise is good. <laughs> Cruise doesn't make your top five. Well, I'm saying top five favorites. No, I mean really. But Cruise movie. I mean, I take Tom Hanks over
0: Tom Cruise. Probably. His catalog of movies. Yes,
1: right. talking about movies, our favorite, uh, our favorite movies, and but you go Paul Newman one, Paul Newman one, Costner two, probably Costner. I, I mean, I don't know. My. I mean, we're going to get to Nebraska football here, people, in a second. But we about gotta- Nebraska football. <laughs> we got to talk about Kevin Cosner. No, I mean, if you take Cosner from 87 to 94 or 96, it's like,
0: whoa.
1: I mean, yeah. every movie he came out with. I. What's his best movie? Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams and Bull Durham are his top couple, but he's got – I, all his movies are very very watchable to me like if right. I'm if it's a Sunday and I'm just like I want to watch something and then falls I will watch you got Kevin okay. over and over
0: okay because yeah. it was funny. I was explaining that to my wife because she of course looked at that and was like what is that and I was like it's Bull Durham's she was calling this the Beavers. She was calling it <laughs> the Caddyshack gopher a beaver she, goes, she let's just moved the
1: beaver she and didn't she,
0: know who Jim Brown was she's like can we move that football player like that football player I go that the greatest football player of all time <laughs> guy on the wall <laughs> <And> she's like <laughs> but no so but I was trying to think of like top Costner movies and like I went after Field of Dreams yes. I'm not sure what my next favorite I like all Costner movies but I'm yeah. not totally sure so
1: Dances with Wolves yeah um I think Bull Durham Bodyguard Tin Cup. I mean, you got, but see, he's got a bunch of those movies that are really good, but not your favorites. But like think of like Untouchables. Right. Um you know, a perfect world. Uh even how many times have you watched Waterworld? That's true. Waterworld's not one of his best movies, but I think people watch Waterworld. Hundred times and act like they don't like it. That's true. But you watch it a hundred times. That's true, right?
0: That's true. I just, I was trying to explain to my wife, like, how your catalog and hierarchy of yeah. like.
1: And, and Cosner did For Love of the Game, that's too, true. Which is one of the most underrated sports movies. He's done a lot of sports movies. Well, he's a baseball guy.
0: Really yeah. Good, I mean, so. clearly. Yeah. A, did you watch the Field of Dreams thing on Fox for. Oh, man. Oh. Was that? A, was that? It, that's pretty cool. Pr- pretty amazing. I yes, mean, it that was.
1: was one of those that. I remember hearing about it It was supposed to happen. I think last year and then got postponed. Um, But man, if I could rewind and say, could I have a ticket to one sporting event? That would probably be, I wish I could have been
0: there. Greg McDermott and his dad went to the game because they grew up in his, they grew up in Cascade, Iowa. That's like just a couple of miles down the road. So coach McDermott was like doing some begging to get. And so he was at the game, but that was, that was amazing. Oh it is amazing. I've actually read the book.
1: The the original book is called Shoeless Joe Goes. Yeah yeah, yeah. Right. It's like I mean, I've always that movie's like up there like all times for me. So. Did you rent it at the library? I have before. <laughs> actually I own it now. <laughs>
0: You. you still give me crap. I do. You Although my, oh, you and Maeve got a library card because she saw some bubble guppies episode about a library. She wanted a library card. So if you the next time you go to the library, if you'd swing by and pick up Maeve and you two could go to the library, she would be a happy, happy uh, she's, little girl. She's okay? learning, she's she's learning, learning some things. OK, speaking of uh, learning some things, this is uh, this is the the grandioso big Nebraska football season yeah. preview podcast here because we're taping this, it's August 24th, it's Tuesday, it's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So we're just a couple of days away from toe-meeting leather in Champaign, Illinois, for year four of Scott Frost to get rolling. So this is this is going to be kind of like an all-encompassing preview to the season. Yes. But I wanted to start with this, because one of the things that is that is interesting to me is, like, usually the off-season – has a way of like kool-Aid starts to get chugged. Um, angst and tensions subsides a little bit. And then by the time the season comes, it's all good feelings. Everybody's excited. Everybody's optimistic, right? Yeah, this feels like this off season is, has kind of added pressure to this. And if you think about it, so it's been, I, I kind of went in sequen- sequential order things that have just added to a little bit of, of spice to, to this season, skipping a bowl game became like a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Um, Wanda Robinson, Luke McCaffrey, leave transfer. You have the Oklahoma game debacle of trying to move off that game. All that. Yeah. Bill Moose's sudden retirement at the, yeah. uh, in June, you have Trevor Alberts, then being hired as athletic director. And then, Oh, by the way, two weeks before the season starts you have the bombshell from brett mcmurphy not really a bombshell i mean these these NCA violations are like jaywalking you know like they're like, nothing. this just in <laughs> nebraska has coaches <laughs> <laughs> but but nevertheless it, there's an NCA. there is yeah. an active NCA investigation into improper use of analysts or whatever <laughs> i mean seriously it's jaywalking at this point but yeah. What's your give me your read on the situation on kind of how we've how it does it feel like the the pressure and the and the tension has gone up as opposed to going down throughout the offseason? I think when you when you when you
1: tie all those moments together, you kind of go, okay, yeah, there has been quite a few sort of like lots happened. Yeah, a lot's happened. Um, But I do think there's been a subtle uh, shift that maybe I I don't know if you've noticed in the media where maybe the criticism has picked up. Yeah, just even in the last the month. willingness to go there. Yes, so in, even in the last month, I can feel the 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 media right. sort of saying like we're running out of uh, I don't know if it's sympathy or right. We're not. We're going to stop pulling our punches, and I, I've noticed that especially as like. The season's coming and it seems like things are going well in camp. Like yeah, it's been a good things, camp. Yeah. That's what's unfortunate. There's it seems like it's been a great camp. No major injuries. Um, there's usually one or two that you go, oh, man, this right. is, a, this is right. bad. But no major injuries and things are looking up from the football standpoint. But the media, I think, I don't know, maybe they've just been stewing in it and it's sort of just coming out now. But I could see that. It's, it's kind of odd that it wasn't all off season it's like gradually they're just getting there or something
0: but it just it's just interesting because usually there's the the circle of life for a football season in for Nebraska Mm -hmm. is you know like season plays out there's always a bunch of crazy storylines the season ends there's usually some people are stressed about things but then Christmas comes spring football comes Kool-Aid pitchers start to get tossed Mm -hmm. around by the time this this time of year comes everybody's feeling pretty good and it just seems like there's been a lot of things that have happened that have. there was already a lot of pressure on this season because of the fact that first three years 12 and 20 we all know all that stuff but it just to me it's interesting like in order to digest the season I think you've got to get a sense of what things are like heading into it and that's it's just interesting yeah and it's
1: I think there's the way the media feels, though, there's a lot of conversations going on between friends. I actually was talking to somebody in the gym this morning and, uh, gym
0: guy, no. gym guy, gym uh, <laughs> top. Need a spot, 225, by the way. By the way, uh, he's going to be the running back. You like run game? Is I mean, that what it was? Kind of. Yeah. Actually, yeah. But, uh,
1: <laughs> like him and his group of friends were talking and, like, a couple of the in the group had just kind of started to go negative. Right. And that's the stuff that, um, that's where we're at right? right like it's it's groups of friends are sort of they half and half some are still optimistic the other half are totally pessimistic and that I think is shown in the media where the media is starting to go that way too
0: it just feels like this season is about earning earning everyone's trust and patience back yeah like, I don't think this season's necessarily about winning the Big Ten West or anything like that. I don't know if yeah. anybody is saying, like, it has to be that or it's a failure. People just want a reason to fully believe, invest, trust again. Yeah. And, but it's just an interesting way to to frame the year heading into it, just because, again, usually that's not how the cycle goes. Usually as the season gets closer, people start chugging the Kool-Aid, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Um. With all that said, so we're going to do a full kind of offense, offensive side of the ball preview defense and then kind of get into the big questions. We have our five most important Huskers. I wrote down my five. I'm going to have you react to them. And then we'll do a game-by-game prediction. Okay. But I, I wanted to kind of start with, with this big-picture thought. I, am, I feel like I am higher on this team and more optimistic about this team than a lot of people are. Yeah. And the main reason why is I am going to rest in and be all in on experience. You have tons of experience on defense. You have what, nine starters back. You have a bunch of super seniors coming back. You have a fourth year starting quarterback who has a lot of experience. Oh, by the way, also has a lot of talent. I get it. Has a lot, has had a lot of shortcomings with decision-making and all those stuff. But four year at quarterback tons of experience on defense like i i i am going to really lean on those two things as as we kind of like go through the season preview and all that like i'm i'm a little higher on this team than i think a lot of other people are to me personally this team
1: being sort of um undervalued right now by the fan base and by the national media, I think is a good thing for this team. Like to to everyone having these low expectations gives them an opportunity, an opportunity to like to overachieve in this moment. Right. So just like you, you know, you feel this way. uh, I feel the same way. I think that this is by far their most talented, experienced team. um, And they're in a good position because they're being underestimated. They can overachieve. So this is a good situation. Now, the the, the big downside is it's a
0: freaking hard schedule. Right. And there's a big game to get things started that kind of sets the tone for the entire season that will. Well, I guess I want to go there real quick. You had, but the difference is you were a senior in 2007. It felt like everyone put too much on that USC game. And then when that USC game didn't go well, you really can kind of point to that moment to when things started to so kind of unravel. But what's weird is I don't feel like the, I feel like the players really circled USC for being a big game. Um I don't know. Like, does it feel like it maybe feels like the fans and the media are putting a lot on this Illinois game. I don't know if the players feel it like that. Does that make sense? Like, did you – because I'd imagine you felt it in 2007 when the USC game was coming.
1: Yeah, so USC, that's – I mean, they were the number one team in the country.
0: Right. Um, so it's not apples to apples, but I'm just talking about generally speaking, if you put too much into yeah. one game, that can be dangerous. I, I think where they might compare is
1: they were the sort of benchmark game in, in, in the sense of do you want to know where you're at as a program. We were trying to make some sort of jump from being like, okay, we kept – you know almost we almost won the big 12 you were in the big 12 championship game the year before 6 months prior to that we we were making progress and this was our moment of like hey are we going to take a jump and we found out like we're a lot farther away that from where we thought we were to where we really are right. right that was in 2007 now i think the this illinois game like they're not one of the best 10 teams we're even going to play there's 10 other teams that might be better on this schedule right right so they're one of the worst teams we're going to be playing but we lost to them last year and we want to know where is our program at and that's the tricky part about this game it's not that it's a they're one of the best teams it's that we want to know that we are better than illinois right now right that's what it's all about like can we win this game that we pretty much should win if we just do things right we're the better team, I think talent wise would be my guess. Okay. So we should win this game. So that's what's so hard about. it. It's more of a benchmark game than it's like. I mean, Oklahoma. The, that's a bigger game, a harder opponent. But this is more important because it's a benchmark game, and obviously it gives us the chance to go three and zero, which we have not done. Have not
0: post. won three in a row. This is the start to the three
1: and zero, which that would buy them
0: Huge. breathing room. This right, players. so right, right. Um. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, but I but okay. So let's let's dive into the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. It all starts with Martinez. Let's start the conversation there. Been somewhat of a, I don't, not a polarizing figure, but to a certain extent, been an, an interesting uh, player to assess and digest throughout his career. Mm-hmm. I the, everybody, there's the talk uh, that he's trimmed down, he's slimmed down, he's in he's in a great place physically, he's in a great place mentally. I guess what do you expect from him this year?
1: What do I expect? Um I don't know what I expect. I what I hope. Okay, look at you. Hope, hope. Yeah, so what I hope yeah is that the the progress he can make with <sighs> taking care of the ball. Really that that's it. I mean, taking care of the ball and making the easy plays he needs to make it, that's that's all I hope to see. Is if he does those things um, I think bigger things will probably come, but I'm not expecting him to do it all. I make what I hope is that he grows in those areas. And our, I think our team will go a long way. Just like just managing the game a little bit better, holding on to the ball and making some of the easy throws he needs to make and complete that right there will do wonders
0: for this offense. Right. I, I think like, and again, this is where I feel like I've been Mr. Make excuses for, for Martinez, but like, it feels like, All these other things are going to impact that like the more the better the run game is from the running back spot, the less he has to probably carry the ball, which the less opportunities to fumble, the better the wide receivers are the the more open guys are going to be the better the special teams are the better field position is going to be which changes the dynamic of, of just the how your confidence where you're taking the ball starting to drive at like, so I think not to take all the all of it off of his off of him, but like he needs other things to come together for him to to not. I think all those shortcomings bring out his shortcomings, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that's that's a great point, because we got to we have to acknowledge that this guy has been working with uh, an empty cupboard of weapons, right? Right. He's had two seasons now where he really hasn't. Been able to get the ball to people that just make plays and make it easy on him. It's it's been hard. Like we've had to really manufacture with the right play call or running him too much, uh, and just putting a lot on him instead of just like, hey, we got a big guy. He'll right. ma- just throw it up. He can make a catch. Or you know, we just got guys you can get the ball to that will get yards. Right. One of your favorite uh, terms, yak, yak, baby, getting yak, you yak it up. I get some yak, right, and the the big simplifier is running backs, give the ball, the right. running back play action game.
0: We haven't had it, but I just view. It's funny. You talk to certain people and they'll bring up Adrian Martinez as a reason not to believe in this team in this season. I'm the complete other way around. Like I point to him as a reason why Nebraska, and it doesn't even have to. Some people, it was funny. I was playing in a golf scramble uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever it was. And people love to point out like, well, well if Martinez goes down, this season's going to go down the crapper. Like it, it's, yeah, I think there's a big drop off after Martinez, Yeah, but that's not like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't put, I don't point him, point to him as a reason for optimism because of the lack of what's behind him. I point to him as a reason for optimism because I still think the guy, there's a good player in there. It's somewhere in there. Nick. It's somewhere you sent in there. Me, you sent me a video maybe
1: three weeks ago.
0: Yeah. What was that video? It was the highlights of Martinez's first game against Colorado as a freshman. And what did you see? A good, a good fucking player, <laughs> man, right? I mean, those were great he highlights. Fast. He was dropping dimes. He was looking decisive. You're yeah. just like, wow. Like, I urge everybody, if you can, like, go find highlights from that game, and you'll go, oh, That's why we chugged the Martinez
1: Kool-Aid. I mean, uh, he knew less. He was less familiar with this offense. Right. But he was pulling the trigger. He was either, I mean, he was just going for it. Like, he wasn't thinking he was playing. And he looked really, really good. Now, this, that game and the way he ended that season put him in the top five of the next year's Heisman race before the season started. That's what we forget. Right. That's the thing people forget is like he was looked at like that. Yes. And now people make their comments. I'm I'm still telling you, like if this were a stock market, and right now whatever Martinez's stock is at, I'm buying because I know it's undervalued. I yes. would buy that stock, and even in an average season, you're getting you're getting your gains. Cause that dude, even if he plays like his average, is still a good player. Right now, if he ever place to his full potential then you're seeing those those Colorado highlights um all season long that's that's the potential there so for me like I'm buying Adrian Martinez stock right now when it's low oh me too
0: I like I'm I'm high on the guy there is no doubt that like he's got a like it's his fourth year he's played a lot of football like the he's got to understand what can't happen In a a given play, and and maybe not take as many risks or whatever. Like he's got to cut out all that stuff. I think he can. I think some of that hinges on what else is happening around him. But I I feel good about I feel good about him. Real quick before we go to the running backs, I'm gonna knock on wood. Martinez goes down. Harburg, Smothers. Who comes in?
1: I'm going to the 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 SS. You're going with the Heine
0: guy. The Heiney. I'm going high. Does it matter? Okay, because you don't know that I've seen Smothers throw a pass. I feel like Smothers I, is like this tall.
1: Like, yeah, Smothers is on the team. We're like, is he? Ah! Where's Smothers? Has anyone seen him throw? Like, hey, he's thrown. He throws a lot. I'm telling you, he throws. He's some. doing good. Has he been in practice? You're like, what? What? Nick, let's call SIP. Like SIP. SIP. Like, of you. Is he throwing a pass?
0: Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I was at Applebee's it. and I didn't <laughs> see it. But I. Okay, but hold on. Are you only getting your are you, does it matter if if the scenario like if is there a difference? I mean, like Martinez goes down and like he's going to be down for a stretch of games versus down for a, a quarter or like, you know what I mean? Are you getting your Heine game right? No matter what, uh, whoever
1: knows, the, whoever knows and can at least execute the offense a little bit, even if like Smothers comes in, he's like going to run it a lot. <laughs> I, I just think Heine, our boy heine is a true freshman but he's hiney though nick hey, hey, hey get your hands off <laughs> <there>. <laughs> uh,
0: i'm starting to sweat i'm in the budweiser got hot the seat here. here we got on the spotlights you're getting us here I just love the idea that no one can confirm Smothers has been at practice or thrown a ball. <laughs> we need confirmation. Anybody on the ground that has eyes on the ground. I just, I feel like right now I can close my eyes and picture Heinrich Harburg's face. I can't picture Smothers' face. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I feel like he's not a real person. I think he had a mustache for a while. So Did he? He was getting a stash on one of those guys? He's, okay, he's that's fine. He's going incognito. Yeah, well, yeah, he's 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 in witness protection right now. So yeah, grow, him, like... grow a mustache. They won't ever mm. expect anything with that. But I don't, I mean... I I, I'm with you. I'm getting my Heine game right. Yeah. Just because I think he's got more. You got to be able to throw the ball. Yeah. Okay. Running back. Arguably, arguably the most important position that needs to improve. And I could make a case the season somewhat hinges on somebody emerging at that spot as yeah. a legitimate player. I was joking on one of my last pods. It's funny how we, we reference and talk about Stanley Morgan and Divino Zigbo as if they're Irving Fryer and Mike Rogier. Like we're like, man, if we just had Morgan and Zigbo it's like I both mean, those guys didn't even get drafted. They, they were good. Don't get me wrong. But like Azigbo was like, okay. I mean, people should say if only. We had Amir Abdullah,
1: like, like talk about Rex, Amir, right. Like guys that are, but that's another my level, those guys are, it, it's a different level. But, but
0: that's my point though, that like, People would kill for Divino Zigbo right now. And Ozigbo, he was third string I think for, for his whole career until And even the,
1: I think even he didn't start Greg Bell, the season. Remember the yeah. Greg Bell was here and, and then, then Greg Bell 3 4 games in Ozigbo sort of like came in he had some good games and he emerged and he really had a good season but like he he couldn't get on the
0: field for his whole career here. So I guess that uh, the reason I bring it up is that that kind of indicates where this position's at. Is you would kill for a guy that was a third stringer. His whole career didn't even start his final year, and then then did be played well. Yeah, but I mean, he's not he's not playing on Sundays. No, and we need we need a guy to
1: come in and just be a guy, and you don't even have to be Amir or Rex yes. or Mike Rozier. But, trying, but you gotta. We do need
0: oh ish yes talent which is just it's I just, just like good seen, enough right? i haven't seen a run since zigbo let's just oh. i don't think i've seen a run even people try to act like mills was like it goes christian okoye <laughs> Dietrich mills barry sanders jim brown is uh, jim brown couldn't dream of being me Dietrich. and you, was-
1: we had a lot of conversations
0: the paper loved Mills. well sip sip loves big he likes I like Jerome Bettis Earl Campbell like he likes big backs that but like I was never as high on Mills as anyone else as everyone else was I think you were with me and then the other problem with Mills is he was hurt all the time He was hurt almost all last year but I guess my point is I haven't seen a run yeah I can't and maybe I'm just forget I can't think of a run a running back has made other than Wandale when they would have to bring him back there that was like Damn! Like broke a guy off, so, broke a couple so tackles. W- like Wandale's made a couple runs. Name another running back.
1: Maurice then. Washington had the one against. I think Mo had a couple. mo, mo was the and one mixtape. But he he didn't run between the tackles worth a
0: damn, no. and he was a skinny. Every guy. time, every time, remember, we Joe. Every time he got hit between tackles, it was like time of death. <laughs> second quarter, seven <laughs> fifteen. <7:15. laughs> I mean, it's what it looked like. I mean, like I, got, I mean, he was a toothpick. Oh, but I forgot. Man. But Maurice. But that. But Maurice Washington had a time couple. of death. Time of death. Fourth quarter. <laughs> Ten minutes left in the game. But that's what it seemed like. Just, I guess, what I'm saying is they need somebody. Don't. Not asking for a mirror. Be sure it would be great. But like, they need someone that makes a couple of runs that are like, whoa, man!" You know. I mean, even yeah. when we watch these Husker Classic recaps, like Damon looks exponentially better than any guy on the
1: roster like by a thousand right i mean mean, yeah but i mean that's the thing is like he was a running back that like got on the field for a national championship team like that's that's the level like we need to get guys of that caliber just to like you know to 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 take the pressure off martinez we gotta have somebody
0: so okay it's been an interesting spring though because marquis step or an interesting fall because marquis step gets has to have surgery, misses all a spring. I kind of like was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, in my mind, I kind of like, I didn't, I kind of turned the page on step, but he kind of seems like he's, he's gotten his foot healthy. He's had a decent camp. Sevion Morrison had, was he hurt in the spring too? He was hurt for a while. Yeah. He was kind of quiet in the spring, but then it sounds, and then Gabe Irvin had a good spring, but then now in fall camp, it sounds like Sevion Morrison has made some noise. Marquis Step is healthy and practicing, and then Gabe Bourbon has continued to be solid. It sounds like it's those three guys. And you heard Frost talk about a Big Ten media days that they want a bell cow guy. They they want a dude that can shoulder the load. I don't think they want to do a running back by committee thing ideally. Who who are you guessing is the guy?
1: Well, and, and I seriously have no idea right. when I say this, but if you were to ask me, you, I have to pick one. Like, I think there's it's going to be a committee, but you're saying who is going to be the starter and who's going to be the guy. I think Sevion. if I'm reading between the lines um, from what everybody says, you hear, just hear comments, it sounds like he's got the most talent. Right. Like the guy that you're like, he can do the next level things the best. Right. Break big plays, make people miss instincts right I get the sense he has that um so I
0: would probably start there You're getting your Seveon game I would say Seveon who uh, I was going Gabe Irvin that in my mind the whole time it was going to be I I actually think Gabe Irvin looked okay in the spring game he's got a little bit of it I I like I like I like his running style um but I'm with you there's something about Seveon that has started to 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 come on he's trending he's trending but the only thing too is as we now hit on everybody, don't forget about step because step still step has step went to USC. Like you don't go to USC. If you're, if you're just, you stink. And I mean, the guy like had a big game against Notre Dame. Like I could see, could you see step starting early and then eventually Sevian, like some, one of those other guys, like leaning on steps experience early on, I have my hunch is this is how it's going to play out. My hunch is that you got three
1: guys. I think Savion's going to get the the start. I think steps going to be the power runner and Irvin is going to be. I think they say he's the most complete back. I think he catches the ball pretty well. Um, I think they're going to mix all three in. And like I said, my guess is on third down, you're going to see Irvin gotcha free, short, yardage short yardage or downhill it's going to be step. step and then Sevion's okay. is going to be this the main okay go to i, I think it's going to they're going to rotate them all step is going to be on uh, the issue is like almost like i think step could be more of a factor later i still think dude coming that off a foot, of yeah, foot injury right. yeah, yeah, yeah. i always that worry
0: stuff. that like you're not ready yeah to go. gotta be careful with the foot yeah too much too early like you're going to injure something you just better hope someone in, in a lot of ways and maybe i'm crazy do you think i'm like i feel like if 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 they don't figure that position out, and again, we're not saying you have to find Jim Brown, yeah. but they need somebody to be serviceable, a little above serviceable at that if spot. They could, if they could get two, then then we really can rely
1: on the run. Because right. if, if we only got one guy, then we have to really monitor that person's carries. Because, of the, I mean, you know, anymore, who's getting 25 to 30 carries a game like they used to? Like, it's just not happening. Yeah. And so if we can split it up, right now to keep these young especially when they're young man it's like just to keep them healthy. real quick what's Sevion's running style like any idea i think he's kind of got the slash i've seen some just his high school, some of those high school clips yeah. and he's got like he's from oklahoma
0: yeah so yeah. he he was he's a
1: four star he was a talent man he you know he can take it the distance he's kind of a slasher so he's got
0: some like he can because the other thing we'll talk about later on nebraska needs to get some more explosive chunk plays yeah he's got that in him he's got that and gabe yeah. gabe's not
1: maybe as explosive but he's he's one of those guys he, he played at a powerhouse school and he really understands the game i think and uh i think he he's efficient i'd call right. that guy he seems very, very efficient, especially for a freshman. He just kind of looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I like guys like that. But
0: him. see, that's what that's what Rex, I don't think, like, Rex jumped out. I remember watching oh, Rex. God. Rex is a freshman, just had this cool, calm, like, I can do this vibe to him. They know how to play. And Gabe Irvin seems like he's maybe got a little of that in. Let me just you tell know? you something. It, when
1: you're at one of those big state powerhouse programs, Rex nice. was at, I think, Pl- Plano.
0: Planos. And this guy's. Yeah. He's at, from Plano. I don't know if his high school. I don't know. What I is.
1: think he was at Plano East, maybe. Yeah. and. These are huge yeah. schools, same way this Gabe Irvin's from, I think, is it Buford, Georgia? I don't know. And, you know, it's a powerhouse school where it took him years to get on the field. I know. That's that's I, how good they are on that team, where they have just, they have D1 everywhere, and you have to know how to play the game.
0: Okay, last thing. First carry at Illinois goes to, you going to your Seve? You Seveon. Okay, I'm going to go Gabe Irvin just to be different, okay? I'll buy you a beer. It's if, on, boy. It's on, okay. Wide receivers. Ooh. Now we're talking, Nick Bob. Well, okay, so wide receivers along was kind of categorized in the running backs in terms of a a, a position that is, has greatly underachieved. And But the difference is, for, for whatever reason, I shouldn't say for whatever reason, it kind of makes sense, people feel way better about that position as the offseason is played out whereas the running backs is still like ooh i don't know so yeah. are we so i guess i ask you this samari toure, omar manning, oliver martin, xavier Betts. like great upgrade great upgrade great upgrade, like, upgrade yeah that's what it feels like are, okay are you buy are you buying the perceived better upgrade on paper for it to translate on saturday i
1: don't know how Nick, can it get any worse than our receiving core last year i mean no that's the, that's my whole point. Like if you can't for Nebraska, who is a. This is not 1991 where we're like, we are literally not trying
0: to throw it. But even like Abdul Muhammad's way that, better than. I'll, gi- like, I'll give him that. Abdul I, Muhammad's nice with it. Kenny Cheatham. Shelly Wiggins getting okay. Wiggy with it. That's
1: how you win. You want to get Wiggy titles. with it? I would get Wiggy. I would get Wiggy with it. But But that's but how you win then, national titles. Like right. You have a Scott, running team yeah. who has guys that like. Like, Reggie, like, we were watching Reggie, Reggie Ball. Reggie
0: Ball got game, boy. He has game.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that's the part we always discredit our. I'd say like I would our, take Abdul
0: Muhammad. I would take Matt Davison, Abdul Muhammad, Kenny Cheatham. Can our, yeah, right now. Of,
1: we just like, even some Even of our later for those teams that, teams,
0: that yeah. you know, you, you think like because Nebraska threw like those receivers, they were like out there, like, I know I how to. Bl-. They were like, do you know how to do a post? You'd be like, no, I know how to block a safety. Have you ever seen my cut block? Yeah! I go after their kneecaps. <laughs> I what collect kneecaps. That's you, what I do. I would say a slant. So hold on. Kenny Cheatham, a slant is basically like a cut block, but you're actually going to turn and catch them. Like, okay. I got so you're it. saying I slant into their kneecaps when I block So them. I go blanch that again. Like, no, 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 no. Catch you got to catch, catch the ball. But that's how we paint these guys. They're like, they oh, never, they're like, caught one ball a year and that was it.
1: But They are they're pretty good for the amount of times they got the ball thrown to
0: them. I mean, again, I feel like there's so many times these Husker Classic recaps take over my life. But like, they're another, like, Abdul Muhammad and those dudes were like, not bad, man. Good, man. They were not bad. Okay, but uh, sorry. I, I de- are, So you're buying you're buying the upgrade. It, it's unquestionably an upgrade. Yes. They're much better on paper. Um, is Ture the most important of that group? Will he lead them in catches?
1: Yes. I want to say in the paper today, or I was reading on somewhere, like, they're starting to say he's... He is truly a number one, uh, like a true number one target. Like he's I think he's separated himself a little bit in that sense where we have one guy that we know is like, right, we can throw it to him. So I, I would say he's got to be the most important receiver. Is on the he is he a deep like what's his sweet spot at Montana? He played outside and he would go deep we are using him in the slot position. So he's going to do way more underneath and way intermediate more routes, intermediate like- kind of find the, the, the open pockets in a zone. Oh, yeah. um, or, you know, you got the one-on-one, the slot, you got to beat your guy um, right. on that route. You call a slant.
0: Yeah. Can he cheat him style, baby. But yeah. I, okay. Well, I mean, I agree with you. I think he's going to lead the crew. Um, sounds like Oliver Martin, I mean, Oliver. Moore, if I'm not mistaken, Oliver Martin might have been the, is might have might be the highest ranked recruit coming out of high school of yeah. all those guys, and then his testing numbers for the performance index turned some turn some heads a little bit sure. of like, whoa, this guy's kind of a freaky athlete too. Um, what I would like it, to see from him though is
1: can he be a, a Wester Camp type where like Wester Camp ran good routes, caught the ball, like. That's I loved Westy. I think Westy's
0: one of the most underrated Huskers of the past like 15, yeah. 20 years. Yeah,
1: I I would say that to me is what I a ceiling for him looks like. I mean, I, I he obviously is a good <laughs> he's, athlete. If he's
0: even close to Westy, I mean.
1: But you know, like I don't think Wester Camp starts was near sizing the, the rings, does?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Wester Camp was that kind of athlete. But what I'm saying is like
0: he knew how to great. play, he knew how to get it's open. It's you,
1: your your verticals forty like i want you to to get
0: open and catch the right right cool cool you got a fast 10 yard first
1: things first be good at football no question and then the rest is just great no question
0: um are we finally last year uh my my i had my top i did my most important huskers i had omar manning on my list last year
1: you've had omar manning on top of a lot of lists
0: Just, uh, I will. I will uh, spoil my. Uh, Omar Manning did not make my most what? important Huskers this Nick, year. I know. What? I should have gone down with the ship, the Nick, Omar Manning you, ship.
1: You ride that? Tell I should us. have. That
0: was my ball, my bad. But I. Well, but tell me. I mean, sell me on getting back on the Omar. I think he's going to produce. I guess is he?
1: He's going to play.
0: I mean, I. Mean, I. I he's all in on that guy. I was ready to leave even, my wife for Omar Manning I you know, know, at one point. Know this?
1: Yeah. He. I don't think he had you know consistently practiced last year and you know he had his issues and COVID's uh, a weird weird time for people he had you know injury all the things that you know you got to do to stay out there he it was all going wrong so um he's practicing all the time he's playing I mean that's all you can ask and he's got he's got the side I mean we have a receiver
0: that looks (sighs) like like an NFL receiver looks like and him and that's him and Xavier Betts look like oh I mean, Omar is gonna
1: allow us to do a couple things, right? So if you got Torrey that is hopefully gonna be our good route running, like primetime guy, number one guy, Martin to compliment. bets can go deep. Omar can go deep and he can catch the slant in traffic. And he's a big body, right? Right. So you can throw a little slants to him and it's like linebackers hit him and they go, ouch, that hurts. <laughs> that's what omar manning is going to give you right he doesn't need to run but three routes deep post uh slant nine, nine, nine deep post, post slant hurt a backer that's what he needs to do and yeah. he can block i mean he's a big okay. dude so
0: now hold on let me go to my it. let me go to my most important huskers and erase get him in there okay But what, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I for whatever reason, I'm, buy, I'm buying that this group is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I I think I think this group on paper, like what you just laid out, I think they. I, but there's nevertheless, like they need to be. I mean, it's whew, the the receivers the last couple of years have been. It,
1: it's an upgrade. the The more they surprise us, the better. Will like our season could go from okay to like a good season depending on how good those guys are and how much they develop because if they're good this offense could get moving right it could really get moving and we haven't seen that but besides those flashes in 2018 really we've waited two full seasons with no receiving core that we could really count on um so we don't know what this offense can do unless we like we see some receivers making
0: some things i just don't think people understand how and i'm i'm when i'm not trying to like crush people like i don't think people understand how bad the wide receiver core has been for a year and a half
1: it's i mean compared to the rest of the conference i mean it's just it, and it's you know you hate saying that because it's like there's a lot of good kids out there working hard and i i hate ever saying something's not good enough but like we're just talking about like the reality, like it's the results on Saturday. If you want to win like, in the right. big 10 and you're, you throw the ball, like there's a baseline of like talent you got to have.
0: Right. Right. And it wasn't there. The no. reality was, it just wasn't there. No tight ends. Uh, we keep on bringing up sip 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 has called this like one of the best units in college football, which feels kind of like, Whoa, I mean, I'm, I'm exci- I'm high on that. You got vocal Austin Allen. I, I think Austin mm. Allen's got potential. Yeah. Um, what are you, real quick, on those guys? I mean, are, uh, is there tight end Kool Aid in that in that glass right there? The vocalec uh, Vocalic juice.
1: I guess here's my here's my uh, um. Those Don't guys you dare seem go pessimistic like,
0: on me. Oh, sorry. Like, I said I could feel it in the tone <laughs> of your voice. Don't You dare? I love all tight ends. <laughs> Don't you dare? Don't you dare?
1: I guess here's my only uh, gripe with the
0: the. You know, the label of one of the best units and
1: in- yeah, I, I'm just like, usually it's because of last season, like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I thought Austin, Austin Allen-, Allen
0: had like a good catch on the sideline against uh, Iowa. Yeah. And like, other than that, I can't really remember. Like,
1: yeah, I, I think, I just think it's a, maybe it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit soon for that sort of like, I don't, I don't doubt that they're good. I don't doubt that these guys are pros even, but to me, it's like, the production from the year before usually has to precede the the label. You're one of the best. Like, if you were the one of the best last year, then we'll put you at the top of the heap, like, for the whole country. But, like, I think we were still just, like, we were okay last
0: year. We weren't great last year. I mean, Austin Allen had 18 catches for 236 yards and one touchdown.
1: That's okay. That's not bad. And he made some mm. good catches. I, I'm just saying, like, he wasn't our guy until basically the end of the year, it was Jack Stoll first, and then it was supposed to be Vokalek. and Alan. Kind of like right, he kind of played played himself into like becoming a real guy. And Vokalek, I think he looks like a really good athlete, but yet I just haven't seen it all come together. So I'm I'm high in these guys. I just think before you start saying best in the country, like you got to be already there. In
0: right, I, I'm with you. I by the way, we should mention uh, Thomas Fedoni. If people don't remember, hurt in the spring. Yeah, he's not. His timeline was like it'll be maybe, maybe it's this a maybe. Year, yeah. Okay,
1: I think remember freshman too. Yeah, we You're always trying get, to get the
0: English one twenty. We and, always do this where we're like, yeah. yeah,
1: he'll just come in. You plug in Your the freshman and, and they're yeah, yeah they're going to be all it's Like, well, <laughs> you got to go to class first day and figure out where the dorm is, and it gets a lot harder than you think. So
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. It's not funny, <laughs> but it's funny. Don't uh, <laughs> no, he can't find his
1: dorm. Which way to the, to the union. Wait a minute. It's uh, that. Uh, oh, I missed practice. Oh God. I mean, that's freshman year. So you want to so be an all American? <laughs> Let's not count on freshmen to be all American. They don't know how to get to the union. That's law. That's harder than anything.
0: So. That's the dumbest thing I've ever laughed at. I got tears. Um, Okay. <laughs> Man, it is 60. These lights are like hot to the mug. Up Did the you mug. commit
1: a crime? You're like, sweating I, mean, like, like I, I don't you. know where I was
0: that night, sir. I need my lawyer. The O-line real quick. Um, I'm excited to watch Juergen's play. I mean, like he's kind of been a polarizing lightning rod guy too. I mean, in some ways kind of been like a microcosm of like everything, you know, like, but the snap things like it's not just the thing with his snaps it's not just the ones that go above his head yeah it's even like go watch a game one out every two snaps is errant even the ones that aren't over his head like martinez this is another thing he's got to think about you're you're reading things guys yeah. you know a backer's walking up you're trying to fit like the last thing you need to worry about is where the hell is snaps coming from i'm just like i don't want to put too much on this dude but like the snap stuff's got to is he that talented though? I mean, people yeah. act like they're like. So when I look at him, Jeff I go, Saturday's like, get
1: I mean, damn, man, look at that boy." Well, I'm just saying, like, Jeff Saturday is a Hall of Fame center, probably, but he doesn't have Cam Juergens like, like uh, athletic ability, probably. Right. Yeah, but like, he was a, a great football player. Like, Cam's still, I think, learning the nuances, but like. He's got all the tools. Right. Like to be an NFL center, like I, you just look at
0: him, you go, God, that guy's got it. And it's still, really does. It's still crazy to think that that guy never had played a snap of center his entire life.
1: But but that's where the snap stuff shows. And, right. and I I was a supporter. Oh, of, you've been
0: all in. You've of, been on the Cam Jordan train.
1: But because remember, the big argument was you got to yank him, and I go,
0: I think I was team yank him. you were team bit. yank,
1: yank that. Crank, yank, him.
0: yank that guy I out of the yeah, I, I was going to give him the heave ho for a little bit. You were it was after uh, the Iowa game. Yeah, I was at the were, Apollo. I was like,
1: I'm, and I, my argument was with with
0: such little depth. That's the We were, had no. And but I it think just it's, it gets to the point where, like, if the snap, if you can't get the snap right, I mean, what are we talking about?
1: It like, is, but it's like he was a weird conundrum with no depth. He's, it's a real talent. I yeah. really think he's a real talent. If he ever puts it together, he's a. I mean, he really is an all-conference guy, a pro. Um, I just think that's the part where it's like, I think as much as it's painful, and it was painful to watch those snaps and to ride it out, I think riding it out still is like, I still think it's the right move. It was painful, though. Do you,
0: but do you feel, I mean, because we talked about it where Scott Frost, he highlighted the offensive line as a potential strength for the team at Big Ten Media Days, which is exciting. We feel good about that. I mean, like...
1: I feel okay. I still think the tackles who have a ton of potential are still young. Yeah, that's why. You I, know, I, I think in the end, you got Juergens, who I have confidence in. The guards will, I think, will do, do all right. But if, if those tackles, once they develop, I think that's when it'll be like, okay, we're, we're
0: really. But I think they'll be okay. It's weird. I'm, so, I'm not sure there's a position group that I have less of a feel for. Like even even the ones to the to the to the bad or to the you know like I don't like the running backs you can be like man I don't know yeah they got to go like the O line I'm I'm I I would say you go all through all of them I don't have a good sense for for how they're going to perform at all um, I think they're going to be
1: solid I don't I think, think they'll be solid I, don't, I would say in the end are we going to be better than last year I would say probably but not by that much just because we lost you know we lost an NFL
0: guy on the left side but right um, we should be able to fill in pretty pretty well we are going so slow here in this and this is my bad i'm not i'm not doing a good job driving the train and keeping us moving here we're on the interstate okay. going like 25 and people are like go speed it up <laughs> but uh a couple more things with we talked about it real quick need more explosive place need okay. more chunk place this is an offense isn't an offense that's meant to go 14 plays, 72 yards. Like it's not meant to have the 12, 13, 14 play drives. It's more of a four, five, six play drive. You need explosive plays. Yeah. They need to do better at that. Red zone offense. Gotta get way better. I mean, this they've actually moved the ball between the 20s relatively well. Yeah. They just haven't been able to put points on the board and they get inside the into the red zone. Um, obviously. Need to get more buttoned up with the penalties, the discipline, the organization aspect of it. Uh, we'll get more to that in a little bit. But the one thing I wanted to ask you is: Do you think there's a chance that things were, are going to are going to look a little different? Like, is it going to be slowed down a little a little bit? It's going to be like: are you, are you going to alter how you do things because you kind of have a defense that that could kind of lead you, and you don't want to maybe have offensively do some things that that don't put your defense in the best position to lead you. Do you think it's gonna look a little different?
1: I think you're gonna see some wrinkles that are gonna be a little bit different. But I I wouldn't say that the main like the meat and potatoes we're talking we're talking meatloaf. Yeah. Yeah, I like what you're talking about. The meat and potatoes are gonna be the same. You're gonna have a couple different side dishes that are gonna we're gonna feature. Ooh kind of
0: kind of rolls are though crescent roll huh? okay what Ooh, little, uh, but but hold on but, so, but we're still corn here we're still but we're still but the plate's still gonna look the same though like i guess the i'm trying potatoes to on the plate because yeah. i'm just curious on how i mean because i thought there was a little nugget from greg austin in the spring about trying to slow things down a little bit for for his linemen and all that stuff, I don't know. I'd, I'll be interested to see what
1: that what that looks like. I don't foresee us becoming a slow the, slow the tempo down team. Okay. I, I think we'll still be up tempo. Um, I think what we'll do is have a little bit more uh, awareness to when we need to be a slow like a slow it down moment. Right. But it's going to be for the most part, uh, I would say,
0: somewhat similar. Defensively, let's go to the other side of the ball. I've made the comment that. Uh, I think this has a chance to be one of the five best defenses in the past 15 years. Like, I don't think it's the, it's not as good as 09, not as good as 10, not as good as 06. Uh, but I think it's in that like 2011, 2012 type defensive range. Um, for me, I told you what, what gives me the most confidence in this group is you finally have older, experienced, players yeah. that have been in the same system of continuity whether with with the same calls the same coaches the same position coaches for now for some of these guys they're going on their fourth year of it yeah that makes a huge difference because the bet the more comfortable you are the more the faster you can play the m- the more the more plays you're going to make Um, obviously the strength of this team to me, uh, the defense is, is a secondary, I guess what, if you are, how confident are you in the defense on a whole? And what would be the main reason that gives you confidence? Everything you just said, they they've been around a long
1: time. They played a lot of football and these guys are older. They really are. I mean, they're, we got super seniors. And to me, it's like the game always slows down when you've done those like three, four years worth of like, I got real reps for three or four years. Right. Like, these guys have been the one and two deep for three or four years. I mean, that's a lot of reps. Yes. And so they're gonna go into these off seasons and these fall camps knowing what to do. So then they just get good at it. And then they start thinking the next level. It's okay, now I'm recognizing formations. I can actually focus in on Illinois, not just like, where do I line up in a four right. or three? Right. And then they shift. Where do I like, that's what you do your first year, right? These guys are past that. And
0: that's the stuff that it's only a benefit. Not only does it, does it, do you you do that your first year? You also do that the first year sometimes of a new system. Yeah. So, so even it's not necessarily about being a freshman or sophomore. It's, it's about when you get a coaching change and you got a whole, all new checks, terminology all that stuff like all these guys like they are they are advanced in what they're trying to do and i think that i think that experience is just something that's going to really serve these guys well
1: yeah i I think we have like we have the strength to hold up in the in the big 10 i think our guys are there in the d line like they're strong enough stilly robinson daniels uh and and rogers and i mean deantre thomas got named captain which yeah. tells you where he must be right um so we got five guys in the d-line that we feel like can play on this level right and then a couple guys past that even so um from there it's like everybody else has got to be able to do their job and make a couple plays like they got to win some games for us and uh, you know i think we're in a position to do it but they still got to get it
0: done right in the end you gotta, yeah, you get gotta it go done. do it i, yeah. I think because that's one thing that you you went there i wrote down that i feel like uh you know a couple of years ago there was that line after the Iowa game in the first year of we you know we don't look like frost would said we don't look like those guys no. like i think they're officially and jason peter told me this he was like our guys are officially like the frame and prototype that you want in a d yes. tackle like they're there so physically i think these guys are ready for that on the d line yeah um what about the the linebackers i, are, I feel like it's too bad Honus is hurt. Um but it feels like it's the be- these are the best linebackers since Frost has been here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean well, I mean, how high cuz we I mean, got Reimer, Henrich. I mean, you I feel like you you call him Kovaleric and I don't feel like that's his name. That's not his name? Kolarovic? Kalare You throw Col- a B, you throw a B a B. in there early and you've created kid- a mental block. Col- look at <laughs> Kolov Kolarovic Kolarovic is how I would say it. COVID-19. Let's no, let's, let's just go with Kovaleric. Kovaleric. Let's just stick with that because that's what you've been Mist I mean, calling, yeah. but okay so Chamatov do you how good do you, how good are these dudes?
1: I mean Reimer is a really good athlete and he's a splash play. He can fly, he can really run, right? He can run and make plays. I mean we saw it every time he got in the game last year. He'd fly around, make tackles. He just made plays. Got a nose to the ball. He just gets there, you know? He gets there. He kind of... uh, The term for him is eraser. He's fast enough to kind of erase other mistakes out there. Um, And then Henrich, I think, is just a... solid. he's a football player, right? Now, for me, these guys are... I think they're really good, solid players. The issue is going to be, can they stay healthy? I just worried that these guys... Have n't you know they haven't played a full season before without being hurt, and I want to see these guys take care of themselves and find a way to stay on the field. How good is Henrich?
0: I think because he's he's one of those guys too. Like you read between lines of what people say. There's there's a there's a little bit of like ooh what's what's going on with this guy. He he's a guy that
1: has he's got he's a football guy. I mean he's because he's got talent, but he really loves it. And I think he's he's got that as a coach he's a guy you're like thank god we got a guy like that right he's one of those guys um and and i think he's got all the tools i mean he's got the size he's got the skills it's just can he stay healthy he's been hurt a lot
0: right then uh on the outside i mean you got the ultimate warrior garrett nelson who got a black shirt
1: cue the music yes
0: by the way i think your brother handed garrett nelson his black shirt that was
1: pretty cool that That was pretty cool
0: which side note did cam taylor Britt? he wasn't Trev Alberts gave Cam Taylor Britt his black shirt and Cam Taylor Britt wasn't sure if that was Trev Alberts that like, he wasn't sure who Trev <laughs> Alberts was and, like, that's so bad on so many levels. It's like Trev's one of the greatest defenders in black shirts in, in Husker history. He and know. he's your athletic director. Like,
1: uh, Cam has been focused like, on t- football, Nick. I mean, Nick, I Cam's like, been very, black shirt. I like he's down. very
0: focused. we back, sat down and turned to Deontay Williams. was like, who, Who's
1: this guy? The hell was that guy.
0: It's weird. Does Trev not look like Trev? Trev? Trev's got the like I want the perfect part, and like it's almost like he like places it on his head, and he has, and he you know he has like the suit on, and he kind of look you know he doesn't talk like a guy. Now he doesn't carry himself like a guy that used to just that sack Charlie Ward yeah, in the good. national title game three times. You know what I mean? E- so eat raw meat, and- like Jason Peter's still out there, just like he's. I actually watched it. He goes. 99. 99 get up here. You know Jason hasn't oh, yeah. he say his name ninety nine. Like, you can tell that Jason was, you know, had that that like i have like to
1: excuse myself
0: when he goes in the room and just, just like shits just a punches a yeah. bunch of stuff. But uh what about what about uh Fildarius Payne?
1: Uh so or, I think Payne's been been good. I think he's a guy that's gonna play a lot. Okay. Um so or I, Caleb Tanner. So I want to ask you about those two Tanner guys. got a black shirt, which tells you he must be doing something right because that means that it's it's uh, Garrett Nelson and Tanner, or they're considering there's two starting, like, outside rush guys. Obviously, JoJo's doing the the nickel right, deal. He's going to save JoJo for less. But basically, those three guys, they got those two got black shirts, which tells you, like, that means they're, they think, especially, I, I knew Nelson would get it because he's kind of the, he's the guy that I think they trust to go out there and just, like, Play football, heads. but Caleb Tanner. Um, I wonder if he's made any improvements with with the pass rush because that that tells. Me I was going to ask
0: I was going to ask you: Is he a candidate for potentially filling that hole of need? Need someone to get after the quarterback. Maybe.
1: So unfortunately, I haven't got to like watch. Is that where a lot of the live. is that? So so between Tanner, Nelson, and Payne. Right? These are our three outside backers that we would put at D end to rush the passer. Joe Joe's gonna blitz, but he's not going to defensive end, right? Right. So these guys will knock down play defensive end. One of those three guys this year has to be a guy that can get sacks on just straight four-man rush. That has to happen. Is it gonna be Tanner? Is it gonna be Nelson? Or is it gonna be Payne? How, like that that to me is like you want to know what I'm looking at on defense. Those three guys. Who's going to step up? You just got me excited.
0: That was a good. They did that. You delivered that well. That was good. No, but that's because that. So that's where the sacks are going to come from.
1: I mean, you, you got Stilly. You got uh, Ty Robinson.
0: Uh, you got Snacks. Snacks is a captain. They got to tell Snacks that the quarterback has snacks on him, and he's like, "Hold on, that dude's got Starburst in his." <laughs>
1: tuck in his his pouch yeah give me a snack
0: snacks he's got a snack for you go get it from him get him snacks okay but uh but do you think the sacks why don't you throw jojo in there
1: well i mean he's going to be playing on the nickel so he'll 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 rush from a blitz right like i'm talking like but jojo's Jojo's kind
0: of a playmaker too you know yeah so
1: but so part of what i think we do when we can't just rush um consistently is we we call more blitz blitzes and jojo's he's in the 1a for who we send in a lot jojo right so jojo's getting he's going on blitzes a lot you know reimer's good at that too um we've we've had to do that because we can't just say uh you know chase young go off the edge make a play randy gregory go randy gregory yeah that's what you right that simplifies a defensive coordinator when you don't have that you got to be a little bit more creative and you got to take more chances
0: with your blitz. But don't you think we talked about this a little bit, like the older you get, the more experienced you are, the can, the better you get at blitzing. Sure. Yeah. And you played football with me. I've never blitzed the quarterback. I was a C21 safety. I was retreating on the, um, and my dad would be yelling, "Nick, fill, Nick, fill the run!
1: Fill the run! Fill Nick. The
0: run. I'm like, yeah, I'll get there. Nick I'm was not... always going back looking for the. But you led the the league in picks. Oh, I was year. you. I was there was a no fly zone for for me. You were not going to throw it on me, but I was oh, not man. eager to stick my nose. My in. My
1: dad that. will never let that down. That Nick was just he was deep, guys. Let me just tell you, well, he was deep in coverage a lot. When
0: I was a sophomore, <laughs> when I was a sophomore at Southeast, when before I got officially moved to quarterback they put me at corner and <laughs> you had the gloves. I oh, I had, yeah. And uh, coach Miller, who was our defensive coordinator said, are you, if there's a toss sweep your way, are you going to come up and stick your nose in there? And I went, well, and he went, get back. I just, not even the fact that I didn't unequivocally <laughs> say yes. I went into like, well, well like, let me think about it. It depends. What kind of a running back is this? He what did are we do A favor there. Oh, there's he no just question. Saved you a couple of years. There's no of question. There is no question. But the reason I brought that up is, I'm a basketball guy. Is blitzing on the back end a little bit like like tr- like you're blitzing the post? You're blitzing a ball screen, and you got to know how to ro- how you're rotating on the back end of it at a high level. Is that uh, similar at all? We have to. Speak bring this language.
1: If I have to make an analogy to basketball, yes, I, I would say like uh, a, a a trap. You're right. You're trapping and you rotate, right? That's the same way. You blitz and so I'm you're, you're, you're rotating coverage, right? right? So everybody rotates on a zone blitz, but sometimes you do a man blitz, right? So sometimes it's right.
0: so there's man and zone blitz. It just depends on how you. Do I'm it. just trying to understand. Again, I'm on this experience train, and I know that like the first time we got taught to trap the post at KU, when I think about that compared to how I was then my senior year with like mm-hmm. your, your night and day with understanding, anticipating, reading, where you're going, talk, all that stuff like that. that- all transition. So I guess so I guess what I'm getting at is. You can feel, even though they're probably going to have to send blitzes to get home, you have an experienced back end that's going to be a little bit smarter at how to cover up for those things. Yeah. Am I on the right track at all with that school of thought? With the, or is, does Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and Doug McDermott and everybody – or I'm do not, I need to stick to basketball? I'm Hashtag not, stick to basketball. It's hilarious that you bring it all back to basketball, but <laughs> –
1: I'll give you that the the part about communication and getting better at knowing your schemes, right? So uh, the better way to put it would be is every single defense has a weakness. And the more you're familiar with your own defense, the better you get at it. like understanding that, you you give what you can give and you rally. if they if they know your defense and choose the right thing, Good for them, but like you learn how to cover up, you know those those weaknesses sure. of every defense.
0: You okay. just know more. That makes sense. Yeah. That's kind of what that you said that better in football terms. That's kind of what I meant. It's like let me tell you something, Nick. I play tennis, so that's it. like
1: that's when it's just, you volley is when it I volley. Like
0: blitz, is that blitzing the net?
1: It's blitzing net. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is.
0: Okay, terrible, but. uh, what about the so we talked about the defensive backs being the strength of the team led by Cam Taylor Britt probably the best player on the team uh I mean do we feel like on a scale of 1 to 10 10 being as confident as you can possibly be how confident are you in Williams and Dismuke and and Cam Taylor Britt and
1: pretty com- I mean I'd say a, a solid 8 I yeah. just for me it's it's depth uh I I think they're they're solid one you know their their ones are solid. I don't know if I trust the twos right now. I don't know the twos well enough. Um, so I just hope everybody stays healthy. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think if we stay healthy in defense,
0: we should be okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, but obviously, it's still a big pass rush, forcing turnovers. Yeah, those are the two things can go hand in hand too. Uh, but those will be the things to to keep an eye on. Um, the other is special teams real quick. Anything we missed on the defense, by the way? Uh, I think we got it. Okay. Yeah, special teams. I, I am. I mean, because there's kind of been three things. There's been that that have have gotten headlined for what Frost and the guys have been working on and try to correct. You know, you got special teams. You got. You know, penalties and discipline, then you got, you know, turnovers, taking care of the ball or forcing turnovers. With special teams, like, I mean, you got to have someone that can kick a touchback. No more kickoff returns for a touchdown. They need a real threat at returner. I'll be curious to see who's back there for both kickoff and punt. I think Cam Taylor Brad's doing punt. That's what I thought. I thought I heard Cam Taylor's doing punt. I haven't really heard anything on a kickoff return, though. Yeah. Um, Punting. You, you need to be able to flip the field. You need to be able to pin people inside the 10, inside the 15. Uh, and then you need good players that can cover, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think with those three things, though, like penalties and, and special teams, this year feels like Frost has been able to directly show them where this impacts winning and losing Mm -hmm. because it's easy to dismiss a penalty. It's easy to dismiss a punt coverage unit. It's easy to like that stuff. Doesn't that's not the sexy stuff with football that, that rises to what what players think about. And, but I think over the years now, they've been able to realize just how important those elements are in terms of impacting winning or losing what, I mean, of those three things, you, you have the penalties, the special teams and the turnovers which one are you most confident in improving?
1: So between special teams, penalties, turnovers.
0: Hmm. Is one a quicker fix than the other? Others? Oh, man. I mean, that's tough.
1: That's tough. I mean, I think there's... <sighs> I I don't I don't know if I if I have a good answer for that I almost want to say special teams like if you focus more on special teams I can probably assume you're going to be better there but like sometimes penalties and turnovers like until you're in the game I don't know that's a tough you'd say if you spend time in all of them that should be the case but um I don't have a great answer off the top of my head like which one honestly feels like I'm oh I'm I don't know if I'm confident in any of that getting better but Special teams probably be my first thing. I hope so. It seems like em- the, the emphasis has been obvious to me. Where, right. That's uh, why
0: I feel better about it. Like It it seems like it's been much more of a focal point yeah. throughout the offseason.
1: Like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about turnovers and penalties. Like Every year, every coach says that. Um, what have we done different? I don't know. Special teams, I, I've seen the... More and practice, the, yeah, more time on it and, a, yeah. and the like the kickoff thing like they are obsessed with getting a kicker that gets to kick the ball out, out of the end zone that has been a fact like they've been working on that harping on that now the penalties and the turnovers i think
0: we're emphasizing Some of that stuff's it, hard until hard you get to, in a
1: game that's what i mean like
0: it's but it's you, important you know, i mean it's uh i mean you can do
1: like turnover drill every day and it's like have we gotten better at turnovers from doing that? I think a lot of it's like, you got to get there and you got to make plays. man.
0: Right. Right. Uh, the other thing, the other two things I wrote down before we get into the most important Huskers and then the game by game prediction, winning close games. going to be really, really important. Yes. Because that's kind of told the tale of the frost era so far where there Nebraska is five and 12 in games decided by one score or less. Like, in some ways that's it right there. Like if that, if they are 12 and five or 10 and seven, like everything probably feels different, but the ability to, to win close games is going to be massively important. Yeah, that's been, what do do we, I mean, is that go back to what we're saying with those three things you just mentioned? That's all. That's, that's the story. I mean, cause this was from, you know, Chris Falica, the, 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 from College Game Day tweeted this out. In the last three years, Nebraska has lost 12 one-score games. Only North Carolina with 13 has more losses by one score in that span. So think, in Fro- in the Frost era, only one team has lost more one-score games.
1: That's But that's the story, man. That's the story of why people are so frustrated, right? So the, the pessimists uh, are having a hard time dealing with that, right? I think right. it's easier to understand... Blowout losses, blowout wins—like we're really good or we're really bad. This is the in between of like, why are we not winning those? Like, what? Like, and that's where we go down this road of all the the millions of things that go wrong. But like, it's probably those three things: like turnovers, turnovers, penalties, penalties, penalties special teams. And then it's a it's six three to six points a game probably from no that question we lose by no six points.
0: And then. It, so it'd be interesting to see what that looks like. I got no, I got no magic thought on that, but like yeah. a lot, you go down the schedule, a lot of these games are probably going to be one score games.
1: I mean, we're <laughs> with a tough schedule. If we win, I don't expect us to win by 20 no.
0: against most of these teams. I mean, really, right now, I mean, you can write down two games that you would say, like, oh, they might win by three, three or four touchdowns Buffalo yeah. and Florida. Other than that, every other game, it's feasible. Every other game in the schedule is a one score game. think about that that schedule sucks I mean it sucks it sucks but the other thing that I I wrote down before we get the most important Huskers is like this just in it's why this Illinois game be so important is like this team is not being able to catch a wave yet of momentum confidence positivity especially given the the climate around things right now it's just yeah. that Illinois game is so important it just should be really interesting to see what could happen if for this program and for this team if they could catch some momentum and catch some confidence yeah because a lot of that might be tied to
1: some of the close games too yeah I mean we hit we hit this on our I think our last pod but like Nebraska has not won three games in a row since frost has been here think about that three That's games nuts. in a row it hasn't happened I mean when you win three in a row, that builds momentum, confidence. We've never done that. Right. Think about it. that to me is like, that's why uh, the other reason why that's so important. is like, man, we're building some momentum. Um, the fan base, if we won three in a row, what do you think they'd do? Yeah. They're going to get excited. They're going to jump back on the like, oh my God, we're, we're right. starting to get there. Right. 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 That's why it's so important. It's why Illinois is irrationally
0: important. Because in, 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 it's not only is it important for the vibe from the outside looking in for things, but it's also important too. to your point though, of like also those, that locker room getting confident in those moments. Like it becomes when you're, when a lot of these guys are, have are five and 12, they've lost 12 games by one score or less. You think they're confident in one score games? Probably not. I mean, probably not. And the only way to, to gain some comfort and confidence in those moments is to have some success in those moments. Yeah. And so that's what's just so uh, – what's so vital about this, about the close games thing is just not only do you want to win games, but it just – it builds the confidence. It builds that momentum. Uh, huge, yeah. huge thing to watch for. Huge. Okay. Five most important Huskers. In some ways, listening to you talk – I almost wish right now I could, like, hit pause and, like, redo my <laughs> top five, even though I, I feel like ultimately – my five are I think if you talk to a lot of people these five would be the five
1: okay I'm going to give an honest reaction so give it to me I'm not going to hold anything what
0: I, I was going to put this person at five but I don't even know who to choose for one of them but I'll get to that in a second but for five I put Jojo Doman okay five, I mean he's he's probably the second you can make a case he's the second best player on the team you can make he's probably the second best player on the defense. Um, I'm pretty sure the World Herald in their Camp Countdown had him number one as the best Ooh. player. Yeah, Sam McEwen, huge JoJo Doman guy. Uh, okay. I just feel like whether it's it's I know he's not necessarily a blitz machine, but whether it's just this he's a playmaker. They need that on that side of the ball. I I think he, he is the fifth most important Husker. Your reaction? You used
1: a great term. He's a playmaker. He's our Swiss Army knife. He it's a tough spot because he's covering down the field, like man to man, sometimes in the slot, he's blitzing. He's got to make open field. It's not an easy spot to play. He does
0: it well. Um, Super valuable. The Nick Bob podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Runza. Everybody that knows my athletic background, you know, as a quarterback in high school, but you know, I believe in establishing the run game. And even more than that, I believe in establishing the Runza game. That's an original Runza cheeseburger. Some onion rings, double-dipped in a homemade batter. A little bit of a pop to top it off. You know, in football, you establish a run. But at lunch, you establish the Runza. It's just that simple. So get out to Runza today and establish the Runza game or... Check out the delicious salads. you got the chicken bacon ranch salad, sweet berry chicken salad, and my personal favorite, the Southwest chicken salad. you got to get out to Runza, establish a Runza game, or get a salad. Either way, you are going to leave satisfied. Runza makes it all better. I think, is- I think I maybe should have said this at the start. The way I kind of thought about this is like thinking about at the end of the year, like if these five players don't have a good year, uh, fill in the blank, like that's kind of like I just struggle to kind of see like if JoJo Doman doesn't have a good year, it's like, uh oh, he's
1: our like part of like if you look on offense, you'd say well, this guy produces
0: like on defense, he's he's our splash play guy. Yes, and so I just said, like if he's not playing well, yeah, that's a problem that that's i just uh, all of a sudden this defense who i'm actually kind of high on they just don't have their void of other than cam taylor britt of anybody that makes plays
1: yeah and i think he's stepping into some
0: a real leadership role yes um which is important too like so okay i put him at five at four you you could just put whoever the running back is i put gabe Irvin because i chose him if like this is kind of a cop-out you could put Sevy, you just whoever the if you want to put Gabe Irvin cool you want to put Sevion on Morrison cool yeah. you want to put Marquis step that's fine I know it's that's hard. a cop-out but it's just so hard until you know who the dude is yeah the reality is is like you you put somebody
1: else from the d-line it's like well it doesn't matter as much because there's somebody else you could fit in there and be like the running back spot right now is like it can't just be another guy it has to be somebody that's like Performs
0: that so yeah exactly. You could like you can't put Ben Stilley because they do have Ty Robinson, they got they got snacks, they have like they do have other guys, you know. Yeah. Like they need Nebraska needs some running back to to really, really have a good year. Yeah. I chose Gabe Irvin, but again, I know it's got just in insert the running back. Okay. yeah Are you okay with that? Do you would you I'm have good. put a running back in your top five.
1: No, cause we don't know.
0: We, we really, but that's just seen, it though. We just haven't seen anybody consistently like play that position. But, but, and again, this is all how you want to frame it, but that's why I put it like, if fill in the blank doesn't have a good year. So like if, and you could just put in parentheses, Nebraska's running back, doesn't have a good year. Guess what? Uh
1: Oh, I think, I think some of the listeners might be like, you didn't, uh, they that they might say this doesn't count as the most valuable player because you didn't actually name the a player.
0: Well yeah. Well that's right. I mean, I'll choose Gabe Irvin. I okay. mean, I, I will I will choose Gabe Irvin, but that I guess that's what's so hard about the running back. A running back to me has to be in the in your top five. Yeah.
1: It's just hard It's just we hard because you don't know who it is, but it's just someone go. has to be there.
0: Yeah. Uh number three, I put Cam Taylor Brett. He's um it depends he's, on how much you would think he's yourself. Two, like,
1: he's For me, he would be two or three. He wouldn't be one. He'd be two or three. Okay. So I'm fine with that because I think he's our best defensive player. Right. And he's now saying he's going to return pond the other thing. Like he wants to do it all. That to me means like this dude is going to be kind of the hardest to replace on the defensive right. and special team side.
0: But so you would have had Cam in your top five. Yes. And number two, I put Samari Torre.
1: Oh, good call. Good call.
0: Yep, because I know who your one's going to be. So I think
1: that's fair to put Torre two. Um, just you got to have someone the receiving core, like we talked about. It, it's got to be upgraded. It is upgraded to a degree, but this guy needs to not just play okay. Real, he, he needs to be really. He needs to have his
0: best best season ever. No question. And then number one, I get Adrian Martinez. We go how he goes. Period. Done. Who's my biggest snub? Who if 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 you who who shouldn't who is on the outside looking in right now that you would have thrown in there? Is there someone because like I wrote I mean I had Reimer at my honorable mention I've had Reimer uh, ben Stilley, I had been stilly, I had Jurgens Damian Daniels uh, I had Xavier Betts. Is it one of those the Caleb Tanner Phil that, Dillard, Fredarius Payne Garrett Nelson So
1: that I'm almost like if you're gonna do a running back I would almost say for me like that outside linebacker spot it's like the deep like one of those three guys to me you put right there with the running backs like those two position groups to me it's like it'll tell you a lot about a year how those shake
0: when you explain that it was that little anecdote that you threw out there that made me want to redo mine and I would have put in one of those guys
1: yeah but the running backs like it's similar boat right it's like it's so unknown and so freaking crucial. It's just like, man, it sucks that we just don't have like comfort there right now.
0: So I got do f- f- number five JoJo Doman. number four Gabe Irvin, but you can choose anyway. But Gabe Irvin, number three Cam Taylor Britt, number two Samari Torre, number one Martinez. That's all. So like you, that. you okay with that? I'm good. I'm good with with we're that. still friends. We're still good. I won't. Uh, You're not going to veto you in this. One. Okay. Are we ready? We we were almost ninety minutes into this thing here. Are you ready for the official game by game prediction of the 2021 year four Scott Frost Nebraska football season? Uh, fun fun notes, remember we did this three times last year.
1: <laughs> we did three pods because they kept
0: changing the schedule. That's sure I forgot about that.
1: And each time I think I predicted way too much. I'm
0: expecting days. you. Uh, I'm yeah. expecting you to have the most. I'm a absurd, homer, though. I know. What,
1: I'm realistic, but I'm a homer too. So
0: I yeah that's what's weird that's what's weird about it. you are a very very i mean everything we've said you've been like ah they haven't done it yet so you're a very like matter of fact 11 like, wins show me. but then but then when it comes to actual prediction you're like gonna beat every team gonna beat the brains because up.
1: if it's a 50 50 game i think the way i would think if i was playing for Nebraska, which is like you of think of course gonna we're gonna win <laughs> okay so i, I have uh, a really hard time betting against us when it's like like when they're when they're ohio state i can go okay i think they're better than us Oklahoma. they're more talent right they're 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 better football players. I think they'll probably beat us. I have a really hard time saying that. Like I think Minnesota is going to beat us ever for
0: any reason, any day of the week. I okay. just can't do it. Well, again, but I'm trying to be realistic. This is going to be real. So here we go. Okay, ready, pen to paper. Here we go. Game number one at Illinois. I got Nebraska winning the football game. Uh, I got it. Yeah, we're not
1: starting with a, with an L. We got to win this. One. It's there's a lot on the line. New coach. New coach. New system. They have an old team, which yeah, they, that's I don't love that, right. but still they're learning a new system with a new coach. I I gotta give us the the edge, or even though we're in we're in Illinois, like I I I gotta give us the edge. It's gotta be a reason why Nebraska's favored by about a touchdown. I mean, we we laid a that was Tyrannosaurus Rex size Doo-doo. egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, dude, dude. Dude, he laid an egg, yeah. Uh because dinosaurs lay eggs, if you remember from Jurassic that's Park. That's true. Dino DNA. Dino yeah. DNA. The
0: the Velociraptor hatching, of course. Give me your boy. Was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, we couldn't have played worse uh, against them. So I think that's that's a good that's good for this team to sort of have I think whenever you can look to last year's tape and remember how bad you were against a team, they were terrible.
0: Yeah. I uh, gave up a fake punt turnover on the first play from scrimmage. Just bad. Yeah. I think
1: if you were to like, if we started a team that we like kick their butt or something, we, you just go, yeah, that's, you know, like they're going to be focused in on, on these guys. They'll know the matchups. I think some of the players that's good. Um, I think we'll be ready. This is it's a big game. Oh, it's a huge game, man.
0: The, the thing that's weird, though, is it's funny how it's all how you like when when Frost was in year one, everybody was pointing to the the new system as like, oh, they still got to learn the system. But when it's flipped in your a team, that's new. It's like, but we don't know what to expect. That's tough. Like, yeah. you you know, like how it's just a matter of how you want to look at it. I still yeah. think the fact that you have th- they're not going to be comfortable and clicking on all cylinders right away. But no. uh, and I got to think that the, the, this staff, trick plays, trick look, like they have, this is an all-in, you got to win this game.
1: You win this game at all costs.
0: Yes. That it is, it, I mean, going on the road, first game of the year, you're never clicking on all. So there's a lot of things that are like,
1: so here's what's hard, okay? And we're going to take way too much time on this game one, but we'll go fast from here. But... Like this is a game. I think you even run Adrian maybe more than you need to, just because like you gotta win it. Yes, but like I, that's where it's like you get hard because like we said, let's not run Adrian as much. But like to but me, But you it's gotta like, do what you gotta do to you win, win yes. this
0: game. No question about it. No got- question. <sighs> oh, don't don't hurt Adrian. Don't hurt <sighs> but win. Gotta win. And I kind of feel good about it.
1: I kind of feel I'm nervous, and it's uh, it's Tuesday. I know.
0: I know. <laughs> Okay. It's uh, game, I love game week though. I know it's so exciting. Got, isn't it? But the butterflies it's good. It's good. Fordham win. We don't even I mean, they're they're a I mean FCS school, they're back. Um Buffalo, that game was looking a lot more uh potential ner- potentially nerve wracking until they had their head coaching change and I think they lost their star running back from a year ago who is a really yeah. good player. Um a game that's harder than you think. I, I wouldn't call the a layup.
1: I, no. I think you got to still play it. it. You never know. These ones can be tough, especially since they've had some success the last yes. years. But
0: uh, W for me. Okay. At Oklahoma, September 18th on the road, loss. I think the question is, is how hard. bad is it going to get?
1: Now, this would be the transformative win if we could ever do it, right? Yes. I, if, if I'm putting my life on the line, I'm probably saying Oklahoma is going to walk away with it. If we could win three in a row with some serious mojo going into that game, I think that's where Frost is really. It's like the Auburn when, when like when UCF right. had, they were rolling. They played Auburn in the in the Peach Bowl. Yep, it's like that. I think that's when Frost can really. He it, needs to get that going as a coach.
0: But that's also where, also also where beating that beat, where the Illinois game huge because if because more than likely if you beat Illinois, you're going to beat Fordham and Buffalo. Yes, and then the whole vibe around that Oklahoma game is different. Yeah where you're walking in there and I hate to use the term you're playing with house money, but like you kind of are like, no one will pick Nebraska to win that game. You go there, you, you let it rip. And see if, what happens. If
1: one out of 10 times you win that game, it changes. Um, Oh God, frost career. Yes. It changes the trajectory of this program. So to me, it's like, that's, I don't think we're going to win. No, but I know it's, it is a potential house money game where if you could get to the three wins, dude, swing for the fences like we talked about in Husker Classics. Every fumble ruski, every bummer ruski, right, right. every yeah, black <laughs> flash <laughs> yeah. 41 reverse right. pass you can pull
0: out, pull out. Well, hold on. Let me ask you one more question on this game. Is there a better chance Nebraska wins or gets beat by four touchdowns?
1: Better chance it's a four touchdown loss. Okay, that's what I was that's saying. A, yeah. I mean, if you're going to Vegas, that's a better right, off. Right. But I think it's still Nebraska in the right circumstance. This is the transformative
0: moment. Do if I, you're three and 0 oh, I'm not yeah. betting that, but right. I'm
1: saying that's not out of the
0: cart. Like so I wouldn't dismiss that either. Okay, there we go. Okay, so uh have the Huskers starting three and one. Yes. At Michigan State.
1: A lot of people are giving them L's here. I'd take the W on this one.
0: Actually. I like, I think Nebraska is going to win that game. Mel Tucker obviously has some level of familiarity because of the, the, the last Colorado Nebraska matchup in 2019 helps on some level where you're familiar with personnel, all that stuff. Yeah. But I just think uh, that team was not very good last year. They had a couple of, of games where they got up for it, but uh, I think Nebraska is going to win that game. Yeah. Northwestern at home. What do you, what are you thinking there, pal? What do you think it yeah. is October 2nd at home? I I'll take us. Cause we're at home. I think, I think Nebraska win that game. Yeah.
1: I think we're on the road. I think this would be a pretty evenly matched game. Uh, I think
0: you give us the advantage because we're at home in this one. I think that is one of those games a year ago that you go back and watch. And it is just like, I don't know how Nebraska didn't win that game where you know the the amount of times they had the ball on Northwestern side of the field and they score thirteen points.
1: Yeah, I mean McCaffrey th- threw the ball, threw the guys the ball hit the, at the helmet line. at the goal line. That's the stuff you just go. It's it's hard to do that when you think about it, but
0: we found a way. And and Northwestern loses a lot of their a, a, a good chunk of their core. I mean they're they they're replacing a lot. Yeah, um, I think Nebraska's going to win that game. So we have Nebraska starting five and one. This is called drinking, but
1: I—I Drink. I don't think it's that crazy. That I think that's—it's fair if you um, aren't totally pessimistic, and I think me and you aren't. We—we we still like we see what we see, and we—we we feel like we know what we know.
0: It was like I said at the start. I am—I'm leaning on resting in trusting experience.
1: I just like that we have nobody's been hurt yet. Like,
0: okay. What about the Michigan Wolverines coming to town
1: October 9th? Now's where I'm going to get real with myself. <laughs> Dang it. I got an L. I ah, mean, I'm with you. I, I just, I remember us playing Michigan a couple years ago. Oh, and it's man. just
0: like, that was his, that probably is the, no, the Ohio State game, game day was the worst. Ohio State game is worse. The Michigan ones, the Michigan second. was really
1: bad. Though. Minnesota is probably the third yeah. worst.
0: those are the th- those are the only games that are really
1: really got away. Yeah, they seemed Michigan was seemed like a f- far superior.
0: It looked like varsity playing universe. Yeah, it like was, that's truthfully what it looked like. There
1: was a talent gap, and there might still be a bit of a talent gap, and I think we struggle. When there's that much of a talent gap,
0: although Michigan, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where Michigan's at during that time. Where I mean, their they're, minds, they're are, they're, uh, they're in an interesting place a little bit right now with with kind of where there's a lot of there's a lot of angst around that program. Yeah. You know, Michigan before they play that game, they're at Wisconsin the week before. They will have had played Washington in week two, so I mean, they're potentially having two losses on the schedule before coming to Lincoln. Possible.
1: Yeah, I just don't, I don't
0: I just, I, I just, love I, that game, I, I I'm going with, a, I'm going with a loss. Okay, yeah. what about at Minnesota is, is the next one.
1: This is the one where I'm going to the Homer and me will not accept us losing oh, wow. to Minnesota. Okay. I just can't. My, my, you know, all my cousins are from right. Minnesota So my cousin played for Minnesota. Yes. So Um. I can't I can't go so out podcast and say they're gonna beat us. So no. I'll go dub. I know you're probably gonna go.
0: I'm going loss. I mean, as much as as much as it pains me, because I think I think that Nebraska's ever been as good. I just think on the road, this t- this Minnesota's kind of had Nebraska's number.
1: The last two years have been It's been like I said, those games have hurt more than the other games because they kind of out disciplined and out wanted it from us. Like the covid one, especially where it was like, man,
0: they're down all those guys and and it's just
1: snapping the ball with like a second left in the clock. You just got to go, you know, it. that one hurt the way they did that to us in our Mm -hmm. own house. I'm going lost, You're going win. I'm going to win because I won't accept losing.
0: So, so that means I'm at what I'm at five and three. I'm at, and six you're at six and two. two. Oh my God. Look at you. Oh. Purdue at home, October 30th, get your Halloween costumes ready. Duh. Are you dressing up as a win? I'll be a giant, w. I'll Be a giant W as well. I think they're going to win that game. And then what's crazy is, you, you know, you better have, you, you better have your, uh, you better have done your work because now, when you enter into the final couple of weeks of the season, it gets tough.
1: Are we a bye week? Is it after Purdue? Would you Purdue, check that? See,
0: oh, this they don't hear. Let me pull it up because that that's that still got the southeastern Louisiana game on it. So that oh, one's got okay. the updated one. Uh, the bye week is the twenty third. The weekend it's of the twenty third. Yeah. So let me pull it up here. But now, I mean, now the the the, the final three games are so you got purdue no you got the bye week in between ohio state and wisconsin oh but you got another down. bye. didn't you, don't they have another
1: i thought they had one in october
0: they do they have a bye week between uh, minnesota and purdue okay so that's where purdue is a definite
1: w for yes me. okay so so they have a w. bye
0: week between minnesota and purdue and then another bye week between ohio state and wisconsin okay uh but so now we're we're into what is a brutal final stretch here your final three games ohio state at wisconsin iowa uh ohio state at home loss gotta go lost right now okay I just don't think we're quite there i don't even think we need to elaborate on that game no at wisconsin
1: this one pains me because i think that this team is beatable i think
0: they're i think they would have beat them last year I really I, do. I really believe that. I think Nebraska would have beat Wisconsin a year ago, but that game got canceled. I got a loss. I just think...
1: I do, too. I do, too, and I don't like it, but I I, I think if I if I don't do this, then the record is going to be out of control. So I've already... I've used all the bullets in my gun, <laughs> the W's, and I need to throw a
0: couple L's in there. I, I got an L, but then... Black Friday, Iowa in Lincoln, Nebraska, Memorial Stadium. I have Nebraska finally getting over the hump and winning, beating the Hawks.
1: I do too, and I, I feel almost guilty because nothing about what we've done other than get close and lose three years in a row. Like, but I just, I can't imagine us doing it again. So, hold on. All evidence points towards that's what we do against right. Iowa, but I just think we've got to make a jump at some
0: point. All, every game has been pretty close against Iowa.
1: It's a point, it's a, it's, it's a field goal or a touchdown and it's it comes down the, the last seconds and we blow it a big it.
0: turnover a big Ugh. mistake a big penalty and that swings the game mm-hmm. but so hold on you do you have you have the losses Oklahoma Ohio State Michigan Wisconsin so you have 8 and 4 i got 8 and 4 and i have 7 and 5 but what's hard is i'm actually there's a part of me that as much as we laugh at you, like there's a part of me that's wanted to take eight and four. It's not, I think if they can beat, I mean, you look at the games like Michigan, Minnesota, like those games are going to swing things quite a bit. You go, you go, you lose both those games. You're in trouble. You, you split, you win both of them. I have both. I have Michigan and at Minnesota as both losses.
1: So here's what's hard. If we lose Illinois, I almost go the, if we lose that, then I'm almost like we're four and eight. Well, that's, you that's, know what i mean. Like that to me, it, it, that's, that's why like a lot relies on that game. Cause I think it gives us momentum. It makes the the rest of the big 10 season feel like let's go for like half of those. And we're like, pretty much we're having a good seat. You know, we're going to be in a bowl game. We're going to be six, seven, eight wins. Um, but when you lose that, it puts so much more pressure. Like, I think it just
0: releases some pressure. And I just like, so if you lose that Illinois game there, to me, there's a ceiling for wins and it's probably like six. Yeah. yeah. But if, and, and with the chance of it really falling apart. Yeah. Then it's like, you know, three or four potential. But but, like, but if you win that game, then, then seven or eight becomes like it, it's, in the car real it's real then, becomes so. a realistic thing.
1: The best part about this, though, is expectations are low. So people are thinking three, four, five, six wins. It's kind of but I would say weird. Norm. But you know what's
0: weird though? Expectations are low, but pressure feels high. Now, isn't that odd? You'd mm. think those two things would wouldn't would be yeah. at odds with each other like it feels like no one's expecting nebraska to win a lot of games but yet there's a lot of pressure on nebraska to win games i think the so pressure while i agree on with, the coach yes
1: the pressure is not as much on the players in my mind to me it's more of like a it's a coaching it's a coach thing. it's it's the the median fan's starting to crank it up on the head coach versus like the i mean i don't i don't know i think the players are kind of in a spot where they're i think the expectations are low i don't know that the pressure's high other than like it's important for the team and the coach that first game but i just don't think i think it's low and just a weird it's just a weird
0: combination of of things there but i got seven and five you got eight and four i want to make abundantly clear like i think eight and four is possible
1: it's always, I mean, Nebraska, That's what's, well, it's just we've like, always been, you know, seven, eight, nine wins a year. And that's like what we can do if we're just playing ball.
0: Isn't it kind of amazing, though, that you're truly looking at a team and looking at a schedule where like eight and four is possible, but there's a way this thing could fall where four and eight is possible. Yeah. But that's also goes back to where, I mean, outside of Foreman and Buffalo, I mean, you probably feel like every game is going to be a one score game. Yeah. So it, there you it, go. It,
1: it's gonna be it, it's gonna be tough sledding through the Big Ten, um, and we we don't know what we have offensively, but to me, it's got to be an improvement from last
0: year. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I just so think, I just think the running backs are gonna be better, have to be better a little bit. The wide receivers have to be better. Uh, I think there's been an added emphasis on special teams to where it cannot. I'd be stunned if it's as bad as it was.
1: I just it can't like it can't be. So to me, that's where I'm like, I'm excited to see this team. I am so excited I'm, for the
0: season. Again, it's it's people kind of look at you like they roll your eyes, roll their eyes at you when you when you yeah. say that, because I've, I've said that I'm like, I kind of think this team's better than people think. I like it. I
1: like where they're sitting for the most part. Get through that first game, and I like where they're sitting. Oh my god! So the next time we're the
0: next time we're going to be in this beautiful studio is going to be doing a recap pod for the Illinois game, and oh man,
1: I mean, it's it's, oh that first game is always like me. You got so much, so much to say, and so much to let out. Uh, I can't wait for next week. Oh man, I mean, I guess it's it's what a couple days from now, yeah, five days from now. So what a huge
0: game! Crazy, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's game week. This is fun. Hope people enjoyed the, the if you watch the, the video of it, this yeah. is, this is, we're going to start doing more of this. We'll start to do wine pods. We'll have wine glasses, have some wine in here. We'll drink some, we'll, we'll drink some beers, some whiskey. We'll drink whatever. Uh, but yeah, we're going to start doing more of this it's All on video. Now. It's all on video. You and I are going to have to like dress halfway decent. like Underwear shirts off pizza all over our face, you know, but now we're going to have to look halfway decent, but, uh, Alright man, well next time next time you're gonna be in here, we're gonna be uh we're gonna be talking about a boy. Okay. Let's do it.
1: A Huda media production